Welcome in to the Yod Astrology Podcast for Tuesday, August 17th. Thomas Miller, we changed the name of the show. Fun Astrology is out, Yod Astrology is in. That's what we're going with. <laughs> oh, me, oh my. We still have that Yod that we talked about yesterday with Chiron, Saturn at the base, and Mercury, Mars up at the top. That will move out today, I believe. Yes, we lose the Saturn leg after today. Now, all these times are Eastern. Well, the time, basically, there's two of them that we're going to do here. The moon will go void, of course, tonight, and that will be 9.42 p.m. And then it is going to tiptoe into Capricorn at 1.57 a.m., while at least North America is asleep. Then we will have a Capricornian moon for Wednesday and Thursday. We haven't gone to our speak pipe to answer questions just because the sky has been so busy, but we have a little clear space and we've got a great one. So put your thinking cap on as you listen to this. And this precious lady is from Europe and English is not her first language. And I love it when people call in and just give it a go anyway. So I think her English is perfect, but here's a question, but you're going to need your thinking cap on to synthesize this. See if you can come up with the answer. Hi, Thomas. I suffer from social anxiety and I have Saturn in my third house. I have Pisces moon, but my anxiety is very much uh, functioning in the local environment. That means if I'm in another city far away from here, I'm not suffering. So that's why I'm thinking about, is it Saturn in my third house or is it my Pisces moon that's giving me the anxiety? Okay, thank you. Bye. Oh, thank you so much for listening and for just taking a stab at a great question. How would you answer that? So we've been talking about the medical astrology with Stephanie on Saturdays, but we haven't covered this kind of a question, obviously. This is a little bit deeper, but it really involves the synthesis that our astrology course program, especially 101, is going to give you the groundwork to be able to do. So let's start with the pieces first. She has Saturn in the third house. She didn't tell us what sign, but she just said Saturn in the third house and the moon in Pisces. So already she's done a remarkable job of isolating probably the two culprits of this. And she knows that she's on the right track. The other she could have brought into the picture would have been Neptune. The other thing that we could have looked at is what was in Aquarius. But this is such a great synthesis question, and we already have the answer. So what she gave us is perfect for the answer. Okay, what would you guess? Would you think it's more Saturn or more the moon or both? Okay, let's take a look at Saturn in the third house. In this context, Saturn represents the delays, the detachment, the pulling back, the withdrawal. That's the shadow side, obviously, of Saturn in the third house. Now, why would you think that Saturn in the house of communication and learning would be significant? Ah, unless, and again, the betas know this because they've already, well, we haven't looked at the third house yet. But the third house also represents neighbors and the neighborhood. So without even telling us what sign Saturn was in, she told us that she has this dilemma in her own neighborhood. Saturn, third house. There you go. 
Now, if you are also trying to advise this person on where she might look at solutions to this, she also gave us the other piece when she mentioned the moon in Pisces. I did a whole section on the moon on this on the course and really emphasized that the moon represents these hidden things from our collective karmic past. And Pisces, obviously, is that deep watery sign ruled by Neptune. There are deep issues from the past that came here to this lifetime to resolve. Now, what we could presume, again, just with what we know, is that these are deep, these are emotional, and that this is going to take some work, Saturn, work. From there, we'd want to go into other areas of, for instance, how is Saturn connected to the moon and many other things. But she gave us tremendous information, great isolation of two key areas in the chart, asked a very specific question, and gave us enough to get the answer. Now, the other thing is, don't ever look at an astrological chart fatalistically if you are looking at the chart from any kind of health issue. Because you know from listening to this for any length of period, the coin has two sides. So I guarantee you her chart has within it the secrets, the keys of what her soul needs in order to address, reverse, and find the opposite polarities in order to resolve this karma. This is why I love astrology. You get the challenge, you get the dilemma. So she had symptoms, let's say. She had outward manifestations. She went to her chart, figured out where it could be, asked the question. The chart shows us the dilemma. It also shows the solution. It's in there, and you can find it and work through it. And that is called living your chart. What a great question. Thank you so much. I love you guys. You are the best listeners on the planet. And I'll see you back tomorrow for Hump Day.